2: So, you know, one of the great things about uh, the uh, conference tournaments, ultimately, bless you, March Madness and all that, are when you get the amazing play-by-play calls of buzzer beaters and great shots, right? Yeah. So, Wake Forest beat Syracuse. And by the way, Syracuse did just put out a tweet. It is official. Jim Boeheim uh, is done after 47 years as a Syracuse head coach. Good riddance, okay? Adrian Autry is his replacement. Long-time assistant, former player. Now, Adrian Autry is from here. And uh, the great story about Red Autry, as his nickname was, is that when Kenny Anderson went to Georgia Tech, it came down to Georgia Tech or Syracuse. We were desperate to get Kenny Anderson for obvious reasons, right? When Bobby Kremins got him to go to Georgia Tech, we got Adrian Autry as our backup plan. And I'll never forget, we had a a dinner with Jim Beheim and said, you know, that really sucks, no disrespect to Adrian Autry, that we didn't get Kenny. And yeah, I, he looked me dead in the eye, Evan, and said, Adrian Autry would be twice the college player that Kenny Everson could ever dream of being. how mm. you know, that work out? Well, he could turn out to be a great coach, I least. hope so. <laughs> Anyhow, so my point of bringing it up is that I guess this was on ESPN earlier today. The ACC tournament, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the, the kid from Wake hits a three. You have the call? Because I have it here. All right. So this is your opportunity, right? Big broadcast. A lot of people watch it because it's Syracuse. Kind of like the de facto New York City team a lot of times. Syracuse is going to miss a shot. Wake Forest gets the rebound, comes down, and they make the game-winning three with eight-tenths of a second left. Or just under that, actually, right? Great opportunity, Evan, right? Yeah. So a kid makes a game-winning basket essentially at the buzzer. This has got to be one of the great play-by-play calls of all time, right? Yeah. Okay, play it.
0: Five to shoot against Williamson. Fall away three is short. Williamson runs the rebound. Here's Appleby. Four, three. Back for Williamson for the win.
2: Um... Mr. Mr. Announcer, did his microphone get like <laughs> cut out or something? He didn't say anything. Now, there's the yo. Know, there's an old school thing in broadcasting when you're doing it on TV. Let the picture tell the story. Yeah. But you gotta at least say the well, kid made the shot yeah. and won the game. Like, like Vin Scully and Joe Bach did a great job and they done a great job of letting the pictures tell you the I story, you but example. they gave you something ahead of time. Kurt Gibson sober on Vin Scully famously says, She is out of here. Right. And then let the story, the story be told. Right? And then he did the line of if a picture could tell a thousand, a thousand words Brian. or right. whatever the line was. Yeah. The guy didn't say anything. Yeah, you got to say, good, or... Four, three, two. Hey, out of curiosity, how many bangs do you think? Mike Breen would have given that call. <laughs> That's like a five-banger. Is that a five-banger? Bang, 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 <laughs> bang, bang. bang. David uh, Deacon's advance. Jim Peheim is done. See ya. Yeah. So anyway, I just, you know, thought it was weird that the guy never even acknowledged that the ball went in. I do think, in fairness to him, we have to do an investigation. Is it possible the microphone went out? No, because you hear the crowd. <laughs> well, no, no, there's crowd mics and then there's announcer mics. He didn't say anything. Nothing. <laughs> like, there had to have been a it's good, yes, wow, buzzer beater, or whatever the hell you want to say. Four, three, two! Cause he was saying uh, everything else. What? What happened? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know who the guy was. I mean, he's got a good voice. He just didn't hear it. Yeah, the rest of the call was fine. He was describing it. Then he just disappeared. He left. just hit the end of it again. Four, three. Back for Williamson for the win. Uh, (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Uh, Is this thing on? Uh, (laughs) Hello? Uh, Billy? What a, what a, like, what are we doing? What a great way for Bayheim's career to end. <laughs> a horrendous <laughs> offensive possession. By the way, if you want to see a hoop, if you go back and watch the highlights of the game, Syracuse had made a three to go up by two. Yep. Dude on Wake Forest makes a spin move in the lane. And a, like a jump like a, a bunny hop kind of jump shot. Right. Nothing but that, like stupid. It was awesome. I give him credit. What if uh, Syracuse goes to the NIT? Like Jim's not coaching. It's over. <laughs> He's just leaving? They ain't going to the NIT. <laughs> They're not even good enough to go to the NIT. No, they suck. What about that other tournament where you have to pay money? Oh, the Bob Dwyer one? No, the CA, the yeah, CC. That's, Bob Dwyer's brother owns that. Really? Or runs it. You yeah. know what's interesting about this? It's called the CAA. I apologize. Oh, no one knows what it's called. Here's that. what's interesting. Do you know about the kid at Detroit, Mercy, who had a chance to break the all time NCAA scoring record? No, I do not. So there's a kid who had a chance. He finished three points short of pistol Is Was pee. it the kid at Detroit, Mercy? Hi. Hi. Yeah. I'm Evan. Go what's ahead. your name? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the kid. <laughs> You're playing with me. The kid at Detroit Mercy came four points, three points short of yeah. breaking Pistol Pete's record. Okay. Yeah. They're not very good. Their season's over. But they may be invited to the CAA. Well, yeah. But you got to pay 25 grand to, to be in it. They don't have it. Are they willing to pay the money to let this kid break? Oh, because the postseason counts too. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. So what are they going to do? I think you have to do it. There you got to do it. By the way, there was also another team. I'm going to forget the name. It's a, team, a school I never even heard of that had just moved up to Division One this year and won the conference tournament. Right. But they're not eligible to go to the NCAA tournament because it's like a probationary period when you first move up to Division One. Right. So they won the conference tournament. The team they beat, they get the automatic bid. Because of that probation period? Because that sucks. they're not allowed, even though they're in Division I. Yeah, that's stupid. That makes, that, no make I, I, missing, that makes no sense to me. And maybe I'm missing that. That makes no sense to me. It's Merrimack. Craig, Merrimack is a school, and FDU is going to the tournament. Merrimack? But Merrimack's Merrimack. The doesn't he that's, work here put our <laughs> That's together. David Maranick. Yeah. <laughs> he plays basketball? And, and not that I know <laughs> He's of. He's like 50 maybe. years old. <laughs> And yeah, so Merrimack. He's got a badass yeah, jacket, the, though. It's the Northeast Conference. They won the conference, I guess. Was it over FDU? So FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson, the Knights, they get to go in. That doesn't. And they lost the tournament. That whole thing doesn't seem fair. Now, if you're on probation because you broke some rules, no, it's because okay. they moved up. Yeah, but why would that? I don't get that. Why would that even be the case? The rules specify that a D1 newcomer is ineligible for the postseason. In its first four years what, what, at that level. May I ask what the reason for that is? Could because like it's What's a, the thinking behind that? That they these schools require a ramp-up period of a full graduating class yeah, but, but, to correct. get acclimated okay. to the ball. They suck. It doesn't matter. Perfect. If you happen to be good, why would you take away now, their success, basically? Here, here's the other issue from Merrimack. It is their fourth year. But you have to have four full years. You're not eligible until so year next five. next year they get, their. But eligible. that sucks for those kids. Yeah, that does suck. <laughs> but it would suck even more for that poor Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy if cheap Detroit Mercy doesn't pay the 25 grand yeah. so this kid can break Pistol Pete's record. And Come I'll, on now. I'll do one better. They're not even eligible for the NIT. You' there's well, not, not eligible for anything. You could just just their own conference tournament, right? But if that's the case, you shouldn't let them play in the conference tournament. Yeah, what's the point, right? What's the point? That's another stupid NCAA rule. I, I had heard of that rule before. I think it's what Stony Brook right. made the if jump, but it doesn't suck, make any sense. You suck. Yeah, so that's fine. You expect the team that just moved up to have a tough time and recruiting. He, and I would assume it usually doesn't matter because of the reasons that you gave. But in a case like this, you're that's silly. You're disqualifying somebody for no good reason. Silly, silly, silly. By the way, I was watching uh, Wonder Woman earlier today in my office, and uh, Gail Godot is uh, Wonder Woman, as you know, but I forgot. Do you guys remember the actress that played her mom? <laughs> Wonder Woman's mom? <laughs> yeah, do you mind? Uh, you have the name? You want me to look it up? I don't remember her mom. The, the trainer was
0: uh, Robin, the, uh, Robin, Penn. Robin, Penn, Robin. Robin Wright. Robin Penn? Wright Penn, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: no, the mom. Yeah, uh, I got yeah. the answer. Yeah, Her what name happened with some other things? Hippa, 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 queen, Hippa, what? Hippa, queen Hippalotta. No, no, the actress's name. Oh, the actress. Not the character, oh, you knucklehead. I see. <laughs> yeah, because like Gail Gadot is, you know, obviously very All right, I got the answer. Her name is Connie Nielsen. Hold uh, on, Connie. No, hold on a second. Connie Nielsen. I'll tell you, this is who it is. Yep. Is she Danish? Yes, yeah, she played Hippolyta in Wonder Woman. Is she Danish? I've officially... Denmark, uh, yeah, good call. I've officially... Oh, she's married to Metallica Lars Ulrich? Is that right? Is that's is, that a fact?
1: That's correct. How about
2: that? I didn't know wow. that. Yeah. My man Pots and Pans, okay? Here we go. You know, the first time in my life I felt old, Evan, was actually in my uh, 20s. Because I uh, used to think that as long as the girls in Playboy were younger than me, I mean older than me, pardon me, <laughs> that I was a young man. Right. Then you, we all come to that crossroads in life where you happen to open up a Playboy because you know, somebody left it in the bathroom and you're like, oh, this is a gift. And you open it up <laughs> and you're like, she was born in 1980." What? Yeah. Yeah, and you, ugh, you feel icky about it, right? Yeah. But then there's another level of old. I kinda was attracted to Wonder Woman's mom today. <laughs> Just saying. Nothing wrong with that. I yeah. mean there really isn't anything wrong with that. I know, but like you think like Gail Gadot, right? Oh, we fall in love with Wonder Woman. Yeah. She's twenty four. Wonder Woman's mom is age. She's like ninety. <laughs> She's an Amazon. Wonder Woman's mom's only she- three years older than you. That's perfect. I'm just saying, like, you're basically right. the same age, so it's age appropriate. Yeah. Yes, there she's, you go. She's been in a
0: handful of things, she well, yeah. In, she, uh, she's gonna be
2: in a handful of things <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. if you're interested in such I things. I got a busy night.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> devil,
0: devil's advocate.
2: Oh, she was, uh, she's like Al Pacino's, Pacino's right uh, kind of muse, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, she's firing that, yeah. Good call. There's a
0: scene in there.
2: Yes, there is a scene uh, in there. Yeah. Well, how are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how, uh, frankly, John Wick says no. <laughs> Can't keep it real. John Wick 4 is coming out in another week, too. I know. I am pumped for that. Of all the movies that came out, 80 for Brady, which I did want to see. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, um, you're, you're so upset. You missed yeah, that crap. And obviously Cocaine Bear, which I want to see. Uh, John Wick 4. Let's go. Everybody dies. And he gets a new dog. I am pumped (laughs) for Is that what what you've read? He gets another dog and he kills everybody. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pumped for that. I'll tell you that right now. That's
0: different than the third one in uh, just the new dog part. He gets Uh, a new dog and
2: everybody dies. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those deals. Um, Yeah, so Connie Nielsen, good call. Yeah, it was weird. I was sitting there and it was kind of strange because everyone was sitting behind me in the massage chair (laughs) and they was talking about the World Baseball Classic and I'm kind of like, wow, Wonder Woman's mom is hot. <laughs> you never said that to me while I was getting my massage. Of course, because it's weird. <laughs> you could have told me. Nah, why you know. felt uncomfortable admitting you're attracted to a 57 year old woman? I don't know. That's what she okay, is, but Wonder Woman's mom smoking. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have to be honest about that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed by it. By you the way. shouldn't be. There's nothing to be embarrassed by. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something else, and now I don't want to repeat it because it's weird. Yeah, no, don't. Okay, I wish choose not to. No, it's about a benchmark when you notice... Nah, when you, not when you notice say. that you're older? When you notice... I mean... Is it certain things about your own body? That no, it's, going not, down that road? it's about attractive women who you realize... I'll just say, because there's nothing wrong with it. When you realize these these attractive women that are younger than your daughter, and that's when all you feel So, old. listen, so Is I... Is that a, fair? I have a 22-year-old daughter. Right, there you go. I was blessed with the opportunity to visit her in college, all right? And when I went just... there... Uh, I went, think. I'm good. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, right over I, that? I, <laughs> I went and visited my son and daughter at college. They go to the same school. Yes. And it was a great opportunity because I've not been able to see them a lot in college. And I went to visit them, and your point is right. Her friends are like their children. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I you, thought that was are, the benchmark you, you were are, thinking about. No, you are very well aware as a dad of a, of a daughter that... Her friends, while to other people might be, oh, she's an attractive girl, this and that. They all look like they're 12. No joke. They're all, that's how I viewed all of them. It was very, very strange thing when they're like, hey, Mr. Carden, do you want to go to the bar with us? I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, it's Yeah, they're all, it's, yes, you guys will get there as your boys get older. Right. And what if they have girlfriends, their boyfriends all look like they're nine years old. It's a very strange thing, and you are very well aware of exactly how old you are. Yes. 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 Yeah, 100%. Which is why, like, when you see people, who, like, you know, like, when you see Leonardo DiCaprio with a 20-year-old, it's icky. Yeah. It is. No, it's I like, get that. that. That just, it's, we, yeah, it's a off. Yeah. A off for a guy who's a, a dad of a 22-year-old kid. Nah, I can only imagine. So, yeah, but I'll tell you what, Connie knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You think she ever, like, for Lars, puts on the Wonder Woman's mom outfit and, like, goes to the golden lasso and, like, plays that out or no? I wonder. Because I'd want that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would like you know, if, No, know. I know I'd want that. You'd want that. Lars would want that. Would yeah. she be okay with that? Like if you were married, you would all due respect to your beautiful, amazing wife. But if your wife were, I don't know, Catwoman, right? Would I want her to dress up as Catwoman? Damn right you, you would. You know what? I got a great idea, and I know it's would not you a make her one... crawl on all fours and lick milk off your body. I, I know it's not a one hundred percent fair comparison, but I'll ask. When Jerry Ferrara is in on Friday. I'll ask if his wife would want him to dress up as a turtle. turtle. <laughs> Probably not. Probably Isn't that not. the same thing, though? No. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I mean, he's done other things in his career. No, prime. no, but that. Uh, so has uh, the woman you're just talking about now. Yeah, so what do you want to just put a hat on backwards and go drink tequila? <laughs> like, what do you want him to do? I don't know. I get the two Rottweilers and bring them over. <laughs> I Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I do have a thing for uh, for superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, were you a Princess guy. Leia kind of guy? No, I don't. I hated Star Wars. No, no, I, Craig, I understand. I know you. This, were you no, a this, Princess this, Leia kind of guy? This is a Friends narrative of yours. Well, I, I saw it on Friends, yeah. sure, but no, I, it, they're not I the only not one. Princess, thought, friends didn't invent the idea that no. kids and guys were attracted to I Princess Leia because she's that not wasn't a, a Ross Geller invention. She was not attractive to you. I was not the first girl I could remember in the movies where I I felt something different take over my body was Bo Derek and Ten, mm-hmm. which is thirty years before you were born. Yeah, you're old. Sadly. Man. Yeah. Bo Derek and Ten was like, oh well, okay. I've never seen that before. I like that. <laughs> hey, I was... I'm Bo Derek and I have Lynn Sanity. Yes you do, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was that was for me a, a transcendent moment. But the real the biggest, as I've told you before, transcendent moment of my life as a man happened when I had been sent off to bad boy camp and uh we're on a little uh, rowboat. Uh, somewhere in Massachusetts, and there's a lake, and there's beautiful houses on the lake. And the council goes, "Well, you picked a good day to be bad." <laughs> I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Just watch." And Farrah Fawcett, in the late '70s, who was the girl for every young red-blooded American guy in this country, right, came out topless uh, to go sunbathing and waved. <laughs> wow! And I was like, "I am straight." <laughs> I knew it right then and there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Gibraltar is a girl. (laughs) No doubt about it. Anyway, so yeah. Yep. Do you remember who your first uh, little Hollywood female crush was? Kelly Taylor. What are we talking about? Kelly, was that two oh? Yeah, Jenny Garth. Uh, I thought you were going to say Mrs. Met, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there was a Mrs. Met back Uh, in the day. (laughs) Plus, who would be attracted to, like, a baseball head? Mr. Met. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. I mean... There's something interesting about that. Oh, so you are. I just play Is that, that the th- answer? just play it out this way for a minute. Yeah. Assuming you had friends and you're all single. Right. All right, going back, you know, fifteen years, right? Sure. And you're at the bar and you're thrown back and it's one of those nights where you every guy likes to brag. Hey, I one night. Remember that the hot cheerleader at whatever, right? Right. And you're like, all right, we're all gonna go around. It never leaves this table. Who's uh you know, the coolest conquest you ever were lucky enough to be with? And some guys like, yeah, the ch- oh, remember oh, hey, remember your mom? <laughs> <laughs> that was American <laughs> Pie, by yeah, the way. And you were like, all right, I got you a beat. <laughs> I slept with Mrs. Met in gosh. Oh, so that would be your line? Don't you think that would like Trump? Everyone else? I don't know, man. Unless you had sex with like you know the president's wife, right? <laughs> Like Barbara Bush, Nancy Reagan, <laughs> and, you know, Rosalind Carter. Yeah, that's that's
0: <laughs> like the those. ultimate just you you think,
2: Ford. You think that would be the ultimate if I yes. said, listen, me and Betty one night. I've always said this. Nancy Reagan. That if you take whoever you view as like the most uh, the sexiest woman for you, mm-hmm. Carmen Electra, Pam Anderson, uh, whoever it might be, it doesn't matter to me, right? And you're like, guys, I got you all beat in her prime Baywatch season one. I can't even tell you how it happened. It was just, it was a strange thing. But I was with Pamela Anderson, which would have been for a certain era, like the greatest thing of all time. Holy right? Braille, yeah. Right? I sit back, sipping on a Mai Tai, <laughs> going, let me know when you losers are done. And you're like, you can't beat Pamela Anderson. And I go like this I chug it, go, 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 slam it on the table. Barbara Bush. I win. <laughs> and that's it. I, the most powerful woman I in the world. I mean, yeah, yeah. I get the power right. part. Nancy Reagan did things Do you, with me and her, uh, you know what I'm Do you know the rumors about Nancy Reagan? Have we figured yes. this out yet? Nancy Reagan. Yes, okay. uh, I believed in... Uh, no. Cuckoo. No. Cuckoo puffs. No. no. The no. horoscopes. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, the White House had an all on... Right. uh Craig, what, you called? what are they called? You're all right about that. That's not what I'm talking about. God. Do you know what... Na- no, you don't know about Nancy Reagan? Google it. shut women? She was uh, she was world famous for a talent. Did you have what is these weird text message <laughs> conversations on that AI app about this? Yeah, me and Ronnie were talking about it. <laughs> she had a certain talent. Why don't you Google it and find out? Because I'm not going there. I'm just giving you the water, and then you go drinking yourself. Was she a big fan of the 274 Oral Roberts game? <laughs> <laughs> got it okay you know my favorite toothbrush is the oral b (laughs) how about you (laughs) how would people know that that was her talent you didn't know about this talked about that this is like well known really she actually had a nickname i found it uh so i could just show it to you because i cannot say this on the air despite some of the other things that have been said on the air so I'm just gonna come I'm gonna come over to you and show her a nickname to you? Does it rhyme with Margo? Where is it? Which name? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have a monarchy here, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so disrespectful. You didn't know about this? I, in my life, I've never heard that before. Like, this is a well-known thing. I don't spend a lot of time worrying about, you know, Nancy Reagan historically either. No, but, but we okay. I already knew about this. I thought this was a, like, I wasn't alluding to something that was a secret. She's known as, you know, she had a talent. Okay. All right. Well, good for I her. I can't tell you if it's true or not. How the hell I mean, would I know? I mean, those rumors don't get started if it's not true. <laughs> you think Ronnie was spreading that rumor? <laughs> I think he was like, uh, hey, Clint, listen to this one. I think Ronnie was proud. I'm sure he was. I don't think you're proud of that. I think he, well, I think, I think when you're dating, you might be like, guess what, guys? But when you're the president and married, when her, you're a two term president and in his 80s, and you're freeing the hostages in Iran. There's a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Clinton always said his favorite president was Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in my mouth. Okay, relax hey, over there, Tiger. Hey, relax hey, over there, hey. Mr. Button Pusher. Here's a Jay in East Brunswick. Jay, what's going on? Hey, you guys got a great show today. Thanks. The comedy call was great. Uh, so I actually went to school with Jerry Ferrara. Great. And, uh, can, yeah, cool, cool story, bro. Um, anyway, so I, I hear a lot of <laughs> Jeff fans calling about the Rogers. They don't want Rogers.
1: What are they crazy? Like, he's not a team guy. He's not a locker room guy. He's a woman. All they do is call about that. I mean, it's ridiculous he's what these guys woman. are saying right now.
2: I don't think anyone ever said he was a woman.
1: They, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's that what the, allegedly G- the call was. I
2: that about. He was, was a call to Boomer and Geo, yeah. man. I said that. No, <laughs> yeah, man, um, I hear things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all hear things. Now, listen, it's uh, – and if I play a role in that, it's not that I don't think he's an obvious upgrade. Clearly, he is there's an aspect of it that just doesn't make sense to me. And because I can't make sense of it, uh, I'm questioning it. I'll save this for your bathroom break at 6 o'clock, but I have audio of Aaron Rodgers because people don't pay attention when he speaks. I try to because I'm trying to learn about him. And he said something last week very specific about teams and winning, and I wanted to play it. And I think it's going to disfuse these ideas that he's a selfish I don't care about team guy, because our last caller's right to a degree. That has been repeated over and over again, as if it's fact. Like, Aaron Rodgers is a killer to locker rooms, right. and he's selfish, and he's this and that. I once made a comparison, and I'm not the only one, about how Rodgers and Kyrie have similarities. Well, I want to defuse something immediately. One of the big differences between Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers is that Aaron Rodgers is reliable. He plays football. He doesn't miss games. Yeah, Kyrie Irving did. So for all the other stuff where they're similar, and I get it, and I understand it, and I do to it to, to a degree, agree with it. The biggest issue I had as someone who rooted for Kyrie Irving is that he didn't play basketball enough. Aaron Rodgers plays. So when you bring up the comparisons between the two, that's where you lose me. Aaron Rodgers had an injury last year. was an injured thumb. He played every game. Yeah, The year before that, when he won a COVID MVP, Craig, he played every game. The year before that, he played every game. Like, he's had a few years in his career where he's missed time to injuries. But as weird as... As Aaron Rodgers may be, mm-hmm. has he ever walked out on his team and disappeared for a few weeks? Only in the offseason, not during a season. During the season, for, uh, during the season the, no, he's he not. plays. Yes, he does. And that is a huge difference. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, someone they're, I who think they're both mercurial and an off center, but he shows up But every the day. only thing I cared about I with that. Kyrie was, can he play? Right. That's what I cared about, and ultimately he couldn't, and ultimately that's why he wasn't here anymore, because the Nets couldn't trust that he would play, so they didn't offer him a long-term deal and he was gone. Aaron Rodgers, to his credit, Craig, yeah. say whatever you want about him, he plays. Yeah, listen, and uh, you know, sadly that sets him apart from other people, but because you know, you're professionals, you assume you always play, but obviously there are guys that don't. Look, he's an upgrade. He puts the Jets in the mix, but I just don't think oh, they're winning a Super Bowl. Can I show you another nickname? Because I find this one very funny. Of Nancy Reagan? Yeah. And yeah, you, you sure. can at least try to say it on me Okay, yeah. I'm a professional. He loves these nicknames.
0: It's Carton and Roberts on The
2: Fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah, da 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 de, 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 de. Jim is gone. Aaron Rodgers is not yet a New York Jet. But you know that numerous Jet players all day today have been tweeting at Aaron Rodgers, recruiting him on Twitter. Tyler Conklin being the latest. Aaron Rodgers, bringing a Super Bowl to New York would be legendary. You take everyone on this offense to the next level. Let's get it done. From the darkless, darkness to New York, yeah. see you soon. Quinn and Williams said, hey, you want to play golf? I got a lot of great courses for you to check out in Jersey and in New York. Quinn and Williams won golf Quinn and him? Williams won golf. Nice. Yeah. There you go. They are being very active, and I love it. Huh, I that's love it. interesting it. But me. I've been told by certain people that the locker room would hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's I wonder how Mike White and Zach Wilson feel about that. Well, Mike White's a free agent, so he needs to be recruited himself. Uh-huh. And I don't give a rat's ass what Zach Wilson <laughs> thinks. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, nor should you, by the way. Nor should you. You know, Aaron Rodgers was his favorite player. That's a great veteran for him to learn from. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You, know, you heard that rhetoric out and there, It's right? ridiculous. Who cares? Yes, who cares Come indeed? on. So you think it's a lock, done deal, huh? No, 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 no. Don't do that. I didn't say it's a lock, it's a done deal. I'm saying if you follow logic, and that's what I try to do, Uh logic Uh is pointing to the New York Jets for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers don't want him anymore. I think that's been obvious, and it doesn't feel like there's competition. So Aaron's going to decide between retirement or the Jets. I like my chances. he's not retiring. Then he's a Jet. Because if he decided to go back to Green Bay, and they can't stop that, right? Uh, he's got $60 million this year coming. Well, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers, and he has said this publicly, if the Packers don't want him, he's gone. He's not going to force his way back. that makes sense, right? Right, so it's not like we're going to have this standoff between Rodgers and the Packers where Green Bay says, we want you gone, and Aaron's like, no, I'm staying. If they tell him point blank, and I'm not sure how direct they've been, we want to move on, we love you, by the way, we appreciate what you've done, we want to move on, he's going to move on, or he's going to retire. That's it. And that's why I like my retiring. chance. He's not retiring. You then know he, that. Okay, then he's going to be a Jet. Don't you find it, uh, just to play this out, I mean, if you take our fandom outside of it and our interest in him being here and all that, isn't it interesting that Lamar Jackson gets franchised and the uh, first five teams that react to it through you know, r- reports are that we have no interest, we have no interest, we have no interest, et cetera, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Aaron Rodgers, now it's very obvious, Green Bay Packers are open for business, not to the NFC, but to AFC teams. If you want to talk to us about Aaron Rodgers, we'll talk to you, right? And the New York Jets are the only team I think that, they're that very, we're aware of that has an interest? I do think they're very different situations. In the case of Aaron Rodgers, I understand there's a lot of teams that don't want to just bring on a 39-year-old veteran for two years and because they don't feel they're literally one quarterback away. In Lamar's case, there's a conspiracy. The NFL is afraid of guaranteed, fully guaranteed contracts for quarterbacks. They're afraid of what happened with Deshaun Watson. And I think there's a concerted effort to not come anywhere near what Deshaun Watson got. And that's why you've got clear teams that could use Lamar Jackson immediately saying, we're not interested. Maybe the Ravens knew something before they issued this non-exclusive tag. It's just odd, right? That's why there's a conspiracy. You've got theoretically two of the premier quarterbacks in the sport On one of them, there's only single team that we're aware of, and it's our team, that's actively pursuing him. On the other one, you've got five teams, and I can make an argument for all five of them, that he makes them legitimate postseason threats, if nothing else, uh, overnight, who have said we have no interest in Yeah, That's odd to me. On both sides, it's But I just explained it to you. Do you disagree? I don't believe in collusion. I'm not saying I'm Why wrong. is nobody going after him? I, I don't know. And, other and than you, the threat of we're not giving him $200 million guaranteed. And, and here's the other nugget. You even said yesterday, boy, it's odd what the Ravens are doing. The it Ravens is. are, well, maybe they knew something. Maybe they knew teams are not going to fall all over themselves. They're going to get in line, and yeah. they're not going to offer a fully guaranteed deal to and Lamar that way Jackson. we get him back towards the number we want to pay him. Now here's the. This isn't about just Lamar Craig. This is about quarterbacks demanding fully guaranteed deals like Deshaun Watson got. They don't want that. They don't. And this is their way of fighting back. Yeah, it's just very odd to me because it because if it's about winning and it's supposed to be, not every franchise may feel that way. I I can't even accept that. But if it's about winning, there's guy like just use the Raiders as an example for a moment, right? It's, a, according to the reporters, the Raiders have no interest in Lamar Jackson. I read that. You read it, too. Mm-hmm. And to our knowledge, even though Devontae Adams is out there, you know, yelling you know, to Mark Davis uh, and McDaniels, hey, reunite me, right, with Aaron Rodgers. There's not even the speck of a story that the Raiders have called the Green Bay Packers to see what it might take to get him. And I'm saying to myself— you don't even have a quarterback on your roster. You kick Derek Carr to the curb. Okay, fine. You want to whatever the reason is behind that. You have no interest in Lamar Jackson, and you didn't pick up the phone and ask the Packers what's the deal with so Aaron Rodgers. What's your theory? I don't have one. It's bat bleep crazy. The Lamar one is the Rodgers thing. Isn't like I get why teams aren't going to bring him in. I think the Jets are in a, a unique position. The Raiders in believe a similar positions. No, they're not. Their I defense so. is trash, bro. Their defense is trash. Every excuse I heard for Derek Carr, now we're going to forget about it? Every excuse about the defense and the lack of stability, now all of a sudden we're going to forget about it and say Aaron Rodgers is the answer? He's not the answer in Vegas. They can go get him. They're not winning anything. The Jets have a better case of winning something than the Raiders. I I don't know how you don't even pick up the phone. Like, there has not been, for a league that acts like 13-year-old girls on uh, Instagram, there has not been a single leak or report of any other team that has an interest at all in Aaron Rodgers and five teams who are desperate for quarterbacks say we have no interest in Lamar the, the Jackson the Lamar one is crazier to me the Aaron one i can explain with football yes. i can't explain the Lamar one and uh, i get I can't the injury qua- the the, the yeah. Rodgers thing makes sense bro come on how many teams are one quarterback away from winning couple no name them outside of the jets who who the jets is... are not a quarterback away from winning i think they've oh, come on I'm not saying they're going to win. All you got to do is, I know you don't pay attention to it, and you shouldn't. The Vegas odds say if they get Aaron Rodgers, they're third in line in the AFC. That's what the odds say. So what's go uh, Kansas City, Cincinnati Kansas City, Down. Buffalo, and then the Jets and Bengals are pretty much the same. Really? Yeah. <sighs> means nothing. And I'm not saying it means no, a lot, I know. but <laughs> they're a contender. It doesn't hey. mean they're going to win. They're a contender. Okay. Real quick, have you ever seen this uh, Tiger Woods story? Well, I saw something about a woman suing him. So the gal he's been dating for the last couple of years that was the manager of uh, the Tiger Woods restaurant down in Jupiter, uh, they apparently uh, have uh, CS and y, Thank you. They no longer are together, not a couple. And she was kind of squatting in his house. All right. Now, she's also was before they started dating. He made her sign a non-disclosure where she can't reveal any aspect of their relationship publicly. Right. OK, fine. That's one aspect of the story. And there may be some accusations there of uh, him cheating on her, which she's a notorious cheater. So that's what it is, right? But there's another part of the story that just came out that he was out and about doing whatever it is that he does. And she was in the house and not leaving the house. So he had the guys that work on his staff go to her while she's sitting in the house saying, hey, great news. Tiger wants to take you away on a romantic three-day weekend. Told us to uh, come pick you up, you know, pack your stuff with you. We're going to meet over at the private airport to get on the jet, right? She's like, oh, this is great. Sure. Packs a bag, a couple bathing suits, you know, sunblock, whatever it is. They pack her up. She gets in the car. They leave the property. They drive to the private airport. When they get to the private airport, she gets out of the car with her bag. And they go, there is no trip. And you're not welcome back at the house. Goodbye. Brilliant. So now she's like, wait a minute. He tricked me into leaving the house. <laughs> that's brilliant. I want thirty million dollars. <laughs> you gotta have first of all, that's the best way to get somebody out of your house. Yeah. He figured it out. So they changed the locks, they changed the code, the security, all that stuff. She can't physically re enter the house. She's got the bag of vacation clothes with her. Yeah. And she's like, no, wait, what? What happened? No, what? She can't talk about the relationship because she'll be sued and will lose because she signed a nondisclosure. And now she's claiming that if she can't live in the house, he's got to pay her 30 million bucks. He's like, you're back beat crazy. God. Did I ever tell you the story about this girl that, I sort of hung out with, and she faked an illness and came over my house during a jet game on a Sunday, and I couldn't get rid of her? No. Yeah. I wish I came up with this plan. I would have said, listen, let's go to the airport. I'll meet you at T tomorrow. And then I would have gotten her out of my apartment instead of being there, as the Jets will blow in a lead. Crazy. Done you saw- <laughs> I done that. I doubt that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I decided to get rid of that, you know. That was such a good line, though. <laughs> I mean, I hand it to you. Lay up. Oh, my God. So no one gets to hear that brilliance because you dumped uh, it? Just the four of us. Oh, uh, man. Or if you're listening, maybe uh, live on the street. Let me maybe? just say this two to the Two gentlemen on hold. <laughs> oh, yeah. we <We're> so, <laughs> <at Ed. laughs> Listen, fellas, that was a great line by Craig. Yeah, it is. Too bad it dies now. Yeah, maybe I should appear at the Eagle La Lodge uh, Friday, April 9th with the guys and tell some jokes.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today
1: let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com t-mobile has invested billions to light up
0: america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today